0: There's
1: a lot more butthole talk in this episode
2: than I anticipated. Welcome back for another episode of the No Instructions Needed podcast. I am your boy, The Big O, hailing from the East Coast, Ontario, and I'm here with my boys, and we are excited to bring you uh, another hour, 45 minutes, 30 minutes, who knows how long we're going to go today, of entertainment, hope you guys are entertained, maybe get a little education going, but let's kick it to my next guy on the West Coast, out in Kelowna
3: today. What's up boys? Yeah, I'm here in beautiful Kelowna, BC. Uh, it's a beautiful Chris Knight here. I'm actually at Casa de Arsenal, Adam. So we can rip on his club all night. I'll tell you guys about, I stole Chapsy's bet and made it with him. So uh, <laughs> I can tell you all about that and I won't welch on this one, I promise. But yeah, boys, I'm ready to go. Let's. I'm amped up. Let's go. Who's next?
2: Now, now the next man up before the podcast started, shared a little bit of what his night might entail. So I didn't even know it was gonna happen. This music is just going to cue it up beautifully form the next man up, Chapsy Dapsy.
0: Let's fucking go! This is going to be a great podcast. I can't wait to get started. <laughs> I, uh, I'm a little tipsy, and this is a good way to get going. And let's uh, let's get it down after that beautiful intro, because it fits me absolutely perfect. I'm, I have multiple personalities. This is perfect. Let's go down to the man himself, all the way down there on the West Coast Express, Mr. Big fucking D. <laughs>
2: I'm sexy i've got the are cool. Wild. i've got, move. I've got move
1: <laughs> what's going on fellas thank you for that intro the heartbreak kid i was really digging the mankind one too though but uh this is a bit of a different opening i'm ready to go i'm hyped now let's do it i think we're on a shorter time frame so boys good to see you missed you and let's get into it what is the first topic today i got nothing so one of you
2: <laughs> well first we obviously want to start off by saying uh no instructions need a podcast powered by qr zones and is also brought to you by manscaped head over to manscaped.com enter the code needed 20 for 20 percent off plus free shipping that's needed 20 Get 20% off plus free shipping when you go to manscaped.com. Treat yourself, you know, shave those balls, get rid of those ball fro, all those pubes. It is 2021, almost 2022. When you think about it, it's crazy. We're almost there. No more time for body hair. Get rid of that shit. What do you say, Chapsy?
0: Yeah, uh, I'm a hairy guy. I'm a fat guy. So, like, I love the the Manscaped products. They're, you know, they're awesome. They've been cool to work with. And I can't wait to to you know do so i'm really excited about these videos that we're gonna have to do for them it's gonna be lots of fun i just i i honestly honestly cannot wait so where are we gonna go first here do you guys want to hear about my oil change do you want to wait for a little bit to do that do you want to hear do you want to talk about the blue jays and how they suck do you want like where, where Or do you want to talk about some movies there's
1: lots of shit we can go here where do you want to go
3: I, I got something that'll go nowhere, so it's perfect. Perfect. So it'll be a perfect segue to any other topic. Awkward but, transition time. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to know, because uh, I have a weird situation, and I wanted to know if you guys have ever had a feud with an animal. Um, I have an ongoing feud with a llama at our local <laughs> zoo. This mother effer, the first time I ever... So he started this shit. There's like a petting area in our local zoo, like a farm area. And he was in there. I walked in with the kids. He's all good with the kids, checking them out. Like, this is an area where they should be able to pet him. This guy takes one look at me and spits right in my, like <laughs> in my eye, in my mouth. And my wife's looking at me. She's like, you can't hit the animal because I'm just fuming. So I let it go. We go there like three months later again around Christmas time. We go in there. I'm like, Okay, a little hesitant. There's I was like there's no way this is happening again. He and I stay away from him a bit, and he hawks up again. like he's coming at me. So just the other day, we went there again. this and this is like a year later, he's not inside, so he doesn't have the opportunity to spit at me this time. but he's sitting out in the pen lying down. And he gets up and like puffs his chest out towards me. I was like, I I took a picture and I sent it to my wife. I was like, it's going down right now. Like, we're never coming back to this park because I'm gonna kill this guy. So I don't know if it's me. Like, are animals after me, or do you guys have an ongoing feud with any animals?
0: All right. I feel like I'm the resident like person here to talk about animals. I grew up on a farm, had every sort of animal you could possibly imagine. Animals have personalities (laughs) and they're very vindictive. So Either you really piss this thing off by not giving it treats or it just doesn't like your beautiful, your beautiful smile. Like you've done something to this animal. Uh, Growing up at the farm, we had these things called geese. Everyone likes to look at the geese like, oh, they're so pretty. Those motherfuckers are not pretty. They're the worst and they will attack you at a moment's notice. They have bitten, scratched, jumped up on my shoulders, pecked my head. They are the single worst animal and they do it every single time. So, yes, animals are vindictive. Crows, crows are like one of the smartest animals in the world. So if you if you do something to a crow, like you like shoot it and you chase it down the way or whatever, that crow will remember you forever and it will it will haunt you like they are such smart animals. But, yeah, I'm happy there's a llama after you. If there was one animal I thought was going to attack you, it would have been a llama. Um, and that makes perfect sense for for kind of your personality. And <laughs> it makes it makes sense.
3: I'm gonna knock this mother effer out and bang his llama girlfriend.
2: Don't
3: <laughs> <laughs> actually maybe well, no. not. That's probably illegal. This this goes we can add this to
2: like the sixth illegal business that we've we'll tried to start <laughs> yeah. during this podcast. Um I don't know <laughs> if we're gonna be able to keep that in. I probably am. We might get like PETA coming after us or some animal fuck rights PETA. groups. Okay, <laughs> fuck PETA. <laughs> I like PETA bread, so I mean not Yeah, fuck PETA bread's tight. Yeah, yeah PETA is, bread. Yeah pita bread with a little hummus okay
0: Um, pita bread or yorkshire pita bread pita bread Ooh, i don't know man get a little gravy on that yorkshire
3: i'm with you chaps yorkshire
2: depends on what you're eating it with like pita you're gonna if you have like you could use it like as a wrap you can't put make it like a fucking yorkshire wrap that'd be weird
1: Chaps. Yeah, but- when we were in university i i made pitas like a mfer man i'd buy like the superstore 10 10 dollar like chipe chops chicken and steak or whatever and just i'd make some <laughs> pitas it. man that was my snack because i the first semester i was there i spent like two grand on pita pit and then i was like all right let's just start making them myself because <laughs> pita pit's so good and i got fat i had the dad visa i was eating pita pita every single day so. <laughs> it was so good i'm like why am i gaining like 10 pounds I'm like right i load that ish with ranch dressing and
2: cheese <laughs> oh it's the non-healthy weight version of of doing it but we make like homemade shawarma so like pita bread is you know you get the whole oh. wheat pita bread sometimes the garlic pita bread just to get some little flavor in there um uh, but yeah, Yorkshire has its own little niche of of, of what people want to eat it with. What about you, Kanzi? Where are you with this battle of uh, Yorkshire versus pita
3: bread? I mean, I love a good Yorkshire, but I I mean, I think Big D's right. It depends what you're doing. If you're going to drop some beef in there and dump gravy on those Yorkshires, that, that beats a pita all day to me because oh. I'm, I'm a fatty. But I... I would choose Pita Pit at like 2 a.m. after the bars in Kamloops. I would go Pita Pit over pizza or sometimes even over the hot dogs. That was, it was open late in Kamloops. Bold. So I'm kind of on the fence.
2: Okay. So for all of our people who are not watching this, because we are an audio podcast, Chaps is opening up beer bottles with scissors. Um, He He just opened one like three minutes ago. Listen, he's getting fired up. That theme song, that train wreck was like absolutely perfect. Didn't know that was going to happen. I was trying to think of like what a good song would be, but like the Mick Foley one was was perfect for you. Um, Speaking of wrestling, here's the transition of, you know, transition of the night because we're going to get into Marvel a little bit later. So I want to get chaps sort of out of the way with this topic, but big news, CM (laughs) Punk made like the most electric entrance to AEW. Obviously, very soon behind him will be Daniel Bryan. AEW's made some big, big moves. You know, what are we thinking? We love WWE, but like AEW, is it must-watch wrestling yet, or still needs to catch up a little bit?
0: I haven't watched an episode, so I don't know if it's (laughs) must-watch yet or not. Um, So this whole, like, I want to be upfront with this. I think it's really good to have competition. It makes people be better. So I think the AEW being good is going to bring the WWE back to like better a better standing. Now the other thing is, everyone's like, "Oh my god, the AEW video of CM Punk has like seven mil- million uh, fo- or seven million views on YouTube." It's like, okay, this guy was like one of the biggest free agents in wrestling history. He didn't come; he, they would literally chant CM Punk at WWE events. If that video gets posted and does anything less than like 7 million views, it's been a disappointment. It was manufactured. Everyone knew this was going to happen. Everyone knew that the anticipation was building. It was manufactured. By the way, the reason why he got such a big pop was because he was in Chicago. That's his hometown. You put that thing in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Yeah, he's still getting a pop, but he's not getting that CM Punk. And then that dude, by the way. There was a dude crying that he came. Yeah, I saw that. That was hilarious. (laughs) Like, okay, like grow up a little bit, man. Like, let's grow up a little bit. You're allowed to have emotions, and like, you know, I just think that's a really silly thing to cry over. But it's manufactured. It's good for wrestling. CM Punk's going to change views because he's a legitimate big name free agent, and Daniel or Brian Danielson, if he comes over to AEW, uh, which it sounds like he's going to, that would be a huge get for them too. But they missed the boat. They could have changed everything forever if they went up to Brock Lesnar and said, "Hey, you want twenty million? We'll give you twenty million to come on."
1: They, they changed, got they the money.
0: Him. Yeah, they got more money than Vince.
1: Yeah, and I heard Bray Wyatt might be going to AEW too. He is. Yeah, According they're just to Dave like Meltzer, stocking up on that WWE talent, which is kind of weird because apparently they have like a shitload of wrestlers already, so it's just kind of like clogging up the card, which is what WWE's like the opposite of what they're doing is just like making it so they can have their big stars, get more time, more attention. And then like the young stars, they have more time to bring them up rather than put them in like a 30 second squash match kind of thing. So it was weird.
2: Now let's not count Vince out of this because Vince, after obviously catching wind of what was happening with CM Punk, made some like really strong business decisions as well, leading into SummerSlam. They're third biggest event of the year, and that was Sasha Banks was supposed to be there, decided to keep her away, didn't really explain it. And that then led to the return of the man, Becky Lynch, which was huge because by the when she left because she was pregnant and gonna have a baby, she was the cream of the crop when it comes to WWE. Like forget man the world, the world. She was she was the single most popular WWE AEW wrestler and to have her come back then and then obviously Brock to come back in the same night Vince is like hey it's really cute what you did with like some of our former talent and like shout out Chicago finally getting some good press after like the awful scandal that's going on over there with the Blackhawks Um, Vince was like oh that's cute hold my beer watch what the fuck I do yeah
3: I I don't know much about A&W But um, (laughs) I really really like their curly or their um, onion rings. But uh, I mean, you guys can correct me if I'm wrong here, because I'm probably out of touch. But I feel like there's probably a wealth of talent out there. And some of my best memories of wrestling is like the WCW, WWF feuds. So I think Chaps is right in the fact that it's good to have this competition. Maybe we can get a bit of a war going on between these two. And get back to kind of some of the good old days. Cause I mean, like I said, I, I don't follow it as much, but it'd be kind of cool to see uh, some nostalgia there.
0: Chris Jericho is still in AW. A- 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 so, and Chris Jericho is doing good in AW. He looks like he eats a lot of AW now, though. Yeah. Doesn't he?
1: <laughs> he doesn't really care about that aesthetic anymore. He just wants to grapple, I guess, and rock out with Fozzie. Oh, man, Fozzie. Goddamn.
0: No, I think, I think uh, Vince, yeah, you know, the, the the difference with how WCW, you know what? No, WCW took Hulk Hogan, right? And and Hulk Hogan just isn't out there. CM Punk is a massive free agent, but he's not Hulk Hogan. Let's not get that twisted. But had they got Brock Lesnar, then, then WWE would have had some major, major issues on their hand. By the way, John Cena's contract's up, so... If I was AEW, I'd be like, hey, like, like there's, I don't know if C would ever do it, but that's the type of, if you really want to change the narrative and change the game, then do that. But they have a good niche right now, you know, they're doing really good TV ratings and stuff. And, but again, this isn't a competition. If WWE wanted, they'd walk over the AEW, say they would, they would crush them. They would absolutely crush them.
2: I mean, one of the biggest things, too, is like you bring up John Cena, but the reality is he's now transitioning into movies and he'll have more of like the rock kind of role, whether it's in WWE or if he were to go to AEW. So he's not going to be like the guy who's at 300 shows for the year because that's just not his bag anymore. And this really isn't a competition. Until you start competing for ratings and the fact that AEW and WWE and like Monday Night Raw and stuff are not on the same nights, there isn't really competition that and that was the big thing with the Monday Night Wars, right? They were going head to head overlapped in time slot and so it was really like how many viewers are we getting for that show where you can be a wrestling fan now and not even have to choose anymore plus you have you know the digital space of like pvrs so like the the, the entertainment space is inclusive for everyone to be there now and it's different but like yeah vince will just be like hey we can get anybody and i there was a big move to be made very soon for wwe and that's bringing in a world-class wrestling athlete who is likely to make the jump into wrestling if he doesn't go into w or doesn't go into the ufc and that would be a really big pop for the wwe sort of like this younger brock lesnar type but a cooler version of like the original shelton benjamin if you remember him
0: you assess the talk. That's an issue, right? Like, there's yeah. a lot that goes into it.
1: Yeah. Remember when Kane Velasquez was in WWE for like a week? Oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah. I about that. He's like, he beat up Brock Lesnar and then like you never saw him again because like I think he lied about his knee injury. I think he said he didn't, it was good. And I think they did some secondary further testing and figured out, no, you're not. I think it was something along those lines. But it was like a big thing because King Velasquez kicked his ass in the UFC. I think that's yeah. what happened correct yep and then they brought him into wwe and then like two weeks later you never saw him again
2: he's wrestling in like mexico like yeah, yeah. like the like lucha luchador. underground yeah yeah like the luchador kind of stuff i was gonna say nacho libre stuff but <laughs> mm. <laughs> shout out jack black and well again one of the greatest movies he was in
3: that's that's funny because cm punk did the reverse he was in the ufc for about 30 seconds and then he never saw him again <laughs> Yeah, God, lost to
2: like an up-and-comer and then lost to another guy who was like a, a sports reporter. Oh, CM Punk. What a failed, failed experiment. But, I mean, I feel like this is the time. By the time the episode comes out, this will have already happened. But we got to talk about a big event that's coming up on the 29th, which I fucked up last week. I don't know. If we've made it into the podcast. Maybe Chaps is great and cut it. But Tyron Woodley and Jake Paul are finally going toe-to-toe. Um, On Sunday, August 29th, we already saw a little, you know, brouhaha in the press conference because of an altercation with one of Jake Paul's entourage and Tyron Woodley's mom. This might be the first time Jake Paul's fighting like a real world-class athlete. Yes, not in his prime, but definitely better than a Ben Askren. What are we thinking is going to happen on Sunday night? Is he taking a dive or are we finally going to see the hype train get put to sleep? Let me start with Dean and we're going to go around the horn.
1: I think Tyron Woodley has the best chance out of all the other scrubs that he's fought. All right. The one thing that kind of confuses me and every time like, you know, on Snapchat, I'll like pull up a TMZ because they have something about him every single day and and he always claims I'm a boxer like this isn't a hobby this isn't the, something i'm like interested this is what i am and if you're a boxer why don't you fight other fucking boxers like if, if you're if this, you're claiming to be this kind of person why are you like scraping out the bag of milk from the former ufc guy what was his name Askrin, and then the, the other youtube guys and now tyron woodley yes who is a formidable opponent but he's also 39 and doesn't box it's like if you're a boxer then fight other boxers like it's that I don't understand why he thinks he's exempt from like just going up and coming through a circuit like any other young boxer would. So um back to the fight at hand though, you know, I think it's all premeditated, man. I think I'll take a dive and make us 10 million bucks and then Jake Paul will have bragging rights and I think they have to get a tattoo of each other. Whoever loses has to get a I love blank tattoo, so you'll take that as 10 million bucks and retire peacefully.
2: Yeah, I mean, just to quickly go over the odds here, Jake Paul at minus 225, Tyron Woodley plus 162, which is crazy because Tyron Woodley was a world champion who at one point in time was labeled the greatest welterweight of all time next to George St. Pierre. And now we're saying that he is favored to lose to Jake Paul and to your point, Dean. Yes, he says he's a boxer, but he's in an entertainment space now. So, like his boxing matches are always going to be handpicked, just the same way that young up and comer boxers are done, so they can have these inflated twenty five and zero records, and then finally their first loss comes to another guy who's thirty so, and zero. So, even in the sport of boxing, they are they do pad their records. Until, you know, it's just a way to develop and hype them up. Kanzi, what do you think? What's going to happen Sunday
3: night? Well, you guys know I have strong opinions on this whole thing. Because I've made my my stance fairly clear on this joke of whatever. It's not even sport anywhere. My opinion, if Tyron Woodley does not absolutely dominate this fight, it's a joke and it's rigged. Because he's a better fighter. We talk about boxing. It doesn't matter he's not a boxer. This guy can punch. He can throw. He's a proven athlete, proven fighter fighting a YouTuber. And if he doesn't absolutely dominate, it's a joke. It's fixed. It's rigged. If he goes down, it's even more rigged. And it's an absolute joke. Uh, I mean, fuck, Put me. I'll fight that llama. And if I lose, I'll get a llama <laughs> tattooed on my ass. There we go. Yeah.
0: I would pay a lot of money to see that fight. <laughs> Especially if you have to fuck his girlfriend out here. Um, (laughs) Or you probably would anyways. Uh, So I said this after the Ben Askren fight. I think the Ben Askren fight was fixed too. I'm just, I'm sorry, man. Everyone's like, oh, well, look how fat he came in. Man, that guy fought world-class athletes. You can't tell me that some guy just came in there and with a pretty slow punch knocks out Ben Askren. I think I think he would, might have been actually knocked out because I think he he took like the punch on purpose and it fucked him up like it might have been a hard punch, but that's a world class guy that was fighting like crazy names and you're telling me that this guy who's been in one professional fight that's been like boxing for two years knocks out the guy that's been doing being in fights since he was like 14. Nah, that's just not possible to me. It's just I th- I think it's rigged anyways. I think Taran Woodley will get nothing and I think he'll get knocked out in like 10 seconds and everyone's gonna be like.
3: oh! he's so good
0: like fuck I, i'm not saying i could beat up jake Paul, like that's or Jor- jordan or whatever the fuck this guy's name is i'm not saying that but i'm just saying like i don't think he's all of that like i think that people need to i think this is more wwe and they're doing a phenomenal job promoting everything and they're making it seem more real than wwe i i just think that's the kind of the the,
1: the route that they're going if two years of training is all that it takes. I might as well just start right now. I could exactly. float myself for two years. I got enough money saved up, and then I'll be making millions, baby. Right? So, we, if that was the case, then we'd all be doing it, it's not the way it works. I, I think you're right.
2: Like, the only thing I, I sh- say about Ben Askren is that, like, he was a wrestler, and if you look at like all of his fights, that, that's what he does. He doesn't knock guys out like he takes guys to the ground and uses wrestling and, and changes distance. But Julian
0: and, and like two like it was 10 seconds man. There's I, no way you get tagged being in the UFC and sorry I don't know what he was in before. Like he was in another fighting but maybe it was Pride or something like that. There's no way that that you do that much MMA and training and be able to like not get hit and then in 10 seconds get knocked out by by a guy that just started boxing 2 years ago. That just doesn't happen
2: go watch the Jorge Mazadel fight. And it took about four seconds for him not to be able to avoid okay. someone f- sprinting full speed, kneeing him in the face.
0: I agree. Yeah, I agree.
2: Totally yeah. get what you're saying. But like, if there was ever a guy who was going to lose to him and it not be a dive, it's Ben Askren. I, that's all I'm saying. If Tyrone Woodley loses, it is 100% a dive. There is no reason that he should lose. Ben Askren getting knocked out. I can totally see actually happening because that's just the, that's just Ben Ben Askren right there.
3: Go ahead, Konzi. Uh well, you took the words right out of my mouth. I mean, I I still have a tough time with cuz you think about the punches Askren ate from Robbie Lawler. Exactly. And you exactly. can't you can't tell me which one is it? One of the Paul, what, what even both Jay of them Paul. in there, even both oh, of them in them there, at once, at punching once. them at the exact same time does not compare to getting rocked by Robbie Lawler in what? I don't know. Five ounce gloves, 10 ounce gloves, whatever they are. I'm sounding like a real expert right now, but anyway, Anyway, you can't tell me that that punch was even comparable to how, like he ate like probably 15 good shots on the chin in the temple from Robbie Lawler. And so, I, I mean, I don't buy that. And Julian, I totally agree. Like, it, if Tyron Woodley gets knocked out or gets dropped, it's it's laughable because he's a better fighter than Askren. He's a better boxer. And he's a tough guy, too. He's another guy with a great chin that has been rocked and can stand there and trade. So, uh, yeah, anything other than a Tyron Woodley win is an absolute laughing stock
1: and he's shredded he ain't a bag of of milk i saw a video of him like working out he's guy is shreddy he's what i aspire to be and he's like 40.
0: wine are you drinking
3: uh freak show
1: nice um but did you see that the mountain is boxing uh the like canadian world. He's Canadian, and he's like the world arm wrestling champion. He was supposed to fight Shaw, but I think he backed out. So the mountain lost like 100 pounds, and now he's like 320 pounds (laughs) instead of 420.
2: And he's shredded too. He was shredded as a big man, right? Like he he was a big dude, and he was jacked. And now you just like lose another 100 pounds, and now it's shreddy city over here.
3: Walk in there and slap the guy with his baseball bat of a dick. (laughs)
2: He dates a girl
1: from like around my. Oh.
2: Every time we say dick Lab, we're gonna get a little CSI Miami in our lives. Let's oh, go.
0: <laughs> the girl, the girl he's dating, is like four foot three, and she's like, like the, she, he could pick her up and oh, what is that?
3: I'm getting drinks delivered here, boys.
0: Oh, where is that? Is that oh. the? Is that Arsenal Adam?
3: That was Arsenal Adam. Yeah. Yeah. Is that a dude? rum and cola? It is. It's a bumble and cola.
2: How does he feel about bumble. Arsenal in the relegation spot? And after, oh, again, God. another loss this week, they're going to be in dead last as they, I think they're playing City. Yeah. Um, so it's going to be great. I mean, not to bury the lead, obviously, huge breaking news, <laughs> Cristiano Ronaldo returning to the English Premier League and a very <laughs> surprised move to Manchester United and not City, our resident soccer expert a man who loves footy on the podcast chaps (laughs) tell me what are your initial thoughts knowing that CR7 is coming back to the EPL
0: well I mean I guess that uh, rape case went away that's my first thought second (laughs) is Uh, second thing is, where are the White Caps and all this? Like, why didn't they sign him? Um, and the third, that thing was is, the
2: worst Twitter comment I think I read today when, so when you suggested that he joined the White Caps instead of going to United. And then they Just, fired their
0: coach. They were listening yeah. to me clearly.
2: <laughs> Fucking um, shit show over here.
0: I think, I, uh, it's a big name going back home romanticize a little bit about that i think that's kind of neat maybe he'll end his career there before he goes to mls because he will play in the mls um it's cool i mean it moves the sports needle i guess but uh i was more more enthralled with Jameis winston getting the nod over Taysom Hill, to be honest so it's uh it's cool it's good for soccer and it's good to see someone go home but yeah i just i wonder where the rape case they've just kind of gone i don't know what happened there
2: So Jameis Winston, obviously, we'll get back to CR7 in a second, but Jameis Winston, uh, it is reported, yes, starting quarterback of the New Orleans Saints. Um, As part of that deal, Sean Payton has also arranged to give him endless supply of crab legs so he does not need to go and steal (laughs) them anymore. So uh, shout out Sean Payton for being a great, great guy. Konzi, CR7 news. What are you thinking and how should we gauge this as Chelsea fans? Uh,
3: I agree with Chaps for once on a soccer issue, which is interesting that I like the uh, I like the story of him coming home. I do think this is his swan song as a high-level professional soccer player. Uh, he might, yeah, go buy a club in the MLS and decide to play for it. I don't know because he's got that kind of pocket change to just do that. Uh, but, yeah, I like that move. I'm glad we're talking about this because, I mean, you've got the... It's a crazy story because you've got the two biggest names in a sport in a generation. Both have moved clubs very recently. I mean, we hinted at seeing Messi go to PSG because uh, Barca can't get their finances in, in order to keep the best player in the world. But um, it's cool to see these guys uh, move, and it's cool to see uh, Cristiano end up back in at man united as a chelsea fan i'm i mean it makes united better he can't deny that this guy's a great player he's an influence out there so it makes me a little more worried as a chelsea fan i still think we've got an amazing club uh and arsenal's not even going to get into the top 10 so it's i mean that's what more can i ask for and actually to hint at that that's my bet with arsenal adam chaps i took it and i told him i've got around a golf with the beers all on me if Arsenal does uh, if they uh, if they make it out of the top 10 if they're above the top 10 I'm paying for everything
0: well Arsenal I'm going to get a nice little uh, game of golf out of you
1: okay now it's time for Dean's take but before I do Julian (laughs) play me in you've reached soccer talk with Dean Let's go. Okay, here's my take. I don't really care that much. It is big (laughs) news. But uh, Manchester United are not my favorite squad. I'm a Tottenham Hotspurs guy. And Harry Kane sticking around for the summer. Harry Kane. Harry Kane. Harry Kane. All those transfer rumors, they're gone for now. Uh, But I did hear that Mbappe might be leaving psg huh for sure oh, leaving. so i don't understand like like is that like are these teams so financially like in crisis that like they spend a hundred million dollars to get like this top tier player and after like two years like oh shit we gotta sell them because we're broke as a joke like Juventus got Ronaldo a couple of years back. They, uh, PSG got Mbappe a couple of years back. They got Messi for free, so like you know that's cool. Uh, they just had to pay his salary, but like there's so much movement of like these guys that like you think any team would kill to get. And even Ronaldo, he's 36, but he's still got it. He's still got a. He's like Zlatan. He's he's got a couple of good years left, and he can play until his late 30s. He's in that good of shape, and he's that good. So yeah, it's just weird to me how like. It's like the talk of the town one day. It's like the most celebrated news. And the fans are going crazy. And like a year later, they're like, see ya. Right? And it's like, F.
2: And this just goes to show the greatness of Messi and Ronaldo. Because oh. we've had so many guys who over the years have had like a really good like World Cup or Euro Cup or club season. And they get named and they get these huge transfers. And then all of a sudden, like you said, two years later, they've sort of fallen out of favor. But the guys who still always generate buzz no matter where they're playing, Ronaldo, Messi, Neymar to an extent, but even then, probably not so much. Those might be the only two guys. Mbappe probably going to Real Madrid. But it's it's interesting that you said MLS returned because you know the thought process is that both Messi and Ronaldo will go and join Inter Miami FC at some point, play under David Beckham, who is the president there who brought that team to Miami. So... That would be great. That would be huge a la what David Beckham did for the LA Galaxy way back in the day. That'd be pretty cool because that might be our only chance to really get to see some of these great players play. And still, based on their level, even if they're playing at 40, they're still probably in the top five best players in the MLS at that time. And then chaps, you can go to a Vancouver Whites game whitecaps game and see uh the whites. You know, the whites. Well,
1: half of these like half of these like <laughs> upper echelon players don't play when they come to Vancouver because Vancouver has turf. I remember Thierry Henry didn't play because it was turf and he refused to play on turf. So like they better get some grass by the time all this stuff comes around or else uh we're crocodile dundee.
2: I got some grass. you want grass, go see chaps. Yeah. I was gonna say if you want grass, go see chaps. chaps he's uh smoking the little g- 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 ganja.
0: I just eating it, I don't know. It's a little smoky smoke, a little tokey toke every now and then, but every nobody. He's a stoner man. <laughs> Talk like Matt
3: Riddle. He smokes it, he gets boners.
0: <laughs> yeah. Boner uh, patrol! My wife took advantage <laughs> of it the other night,
3: so oh, oh. <laughs> Breeze, like you got wow. that sticky icky?
0: You <laughs> got sticky.
3: <laughs> Ooh wee! Put it in the air.
2: <laughs> oh man! Oh man! This podcast is out of control. It's always out of control. out of
0: control. Oh man! It's more. It's more tame than last week. Last week we were just oh, on a bit. You guys like- don't. You don't even know when I was editing <laughs> that. Like I'm looking at this, and then how the music matches up. I'm like, oh my god. Like how the fuck I just finally just threw it all out there. I didn't even listen to it <laughs> like after. I think I, I think it was good, but it was uh, it was definitely that was the toughest edit I've ever had, just because of like the over talking. <laughs> like it was, it was lots of fun though. That was that was lots of fun. Um, you guys looking at any gambling odds yet for the for NFL season? I feel like we should do like an over under show and uh, and have like have like us four. Like, go head-to-head and see uh, see who's the ultimate NFL champion.
2: Yeah, let's do that every single week. I know Chaps has some bold ideas about what's going to come down the pipeline. But I think it would be really good to get our viewers involved. And what we do is we have that, like, weekly thing where we have picks. And if viewers can beat us in a week, we'll give some free shit away.
0: Oh, man, let's do that. Yeah, now we're spitballing. Do the picks. Yeah. Someone beats us, we'll give you some shit. Kanzi will take a shit in a box and send it to you
2: more, more to come on that when we have some fun things to announce, but yeah, that will be the idea of uh, getting some involvement. And then, you know, we might do some cool things. So Kanzi will shit in a box. Uh, Dean might fill up uh, a canister of semen and send it out to you in case you want to have his kits. And uh, for chaps, maybe we might make like a home video after he smokes a little ganja and <laughs> uh you know brie might be coming out and yeah so i mean i think i think it'll be a lot of fun i think uh we have some cool uh ideas here and uh, i'd love to see what happens oh
3: dog dm your pics because i don't know what the fuck i'm doing
2: not dick pics. Do not DM dick oh, pics. That. DM your NFL picks. No, I do both. I should clarify. <laughs> Let's see. Let's see. <laughs> if you want to DM picks, you can DM your picks to uh, Alan Konzi. Uh, Find him on Instagram. Dick's picks and tits. We got it. That's, That's the, the segment. The show. There you go. That's the name of the show.
1: <laughs> Good thing I can never sign into that, so I don't have to see the <laughs> wiener picks.
2: So I think uh, I think next week will probably be our NFL preview show. It's a one week closer to uh, the NFL season starting. Um, looking at, you know, we looked at the odds last week. Oh, I, actually, we, we talked about the odds at one point. I don't think it actually made it into the pod. But very quickly, there are some very interesting lines to start week one. Um, but first and foremost, you know, do we think as a collective – that the Green Bay Packers or the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who has the better chance at making the Super Bowl?
0: I don't think either of those two teams are coming out, but if I had to pick one, I mean, I, I would just say, I, I would say Tampa just has a better defense. Like if this isn't like a Tom Brady thing, Tom Brady is just like, he's a consistent solid quarterback. Now he's not, he's not, he's not a top 10 quarterback right now in the league. He's just not, but he'll get you to where you need to go. And he, uh, mixed in behind, and he won't make mistakes. That's his biggest that's his best thing, right? He's not Jameis Winston from back then. You oh that I could hear that pop of your neck. Um uh so I I I I think it has to be Tampa Bay just because of that defense. But I actually think both those teams are going to take a step back this year. I think the Aaron Rodgers drama is gonna affect the Packers in a very negative way. And I think uh I think I think a lot of these first time champions in uh, in Tampa are gonna have a little some problems coming becoming champions. I don't know how else to say that
1: properly. I'm gonna yeah. say Green Bay has the better chance of going to a Super Bowl. They were closed last year, a couple botched play calls by the coach, and they would have been there. I, I just can't see Tampa Bay going all the way again. They pretty much got the exact same team. Yes, I know that won it last time, but Brady's another year older. Who knows how long he'll hold up for. They have a great defense, a great younger defense, except for Sue and uh, maybe David's a bit older now, I think, but they're, they're back defensive backfield strong, but green Bay has just, you know, they added Randall Cobb, who's a favorite target of Aaron Rodgers. defense, solid running back game, solid receiver game, offensive line, pretty solid. So I think they kind of job themselves last year and they'll come back. And I think Aaron Rogers will have a good season. Yeah. Uh, Despite the fact he wants to go, what's the best way to go? Have a really good season, get paid. Anyone will take you yeah, at that point.
2: I mean, anyone's gonna anyone's gonna take him next year. Anyone's gonna take him, whether they make the playoffs or not. Kanzi, Tom Brady. Um, <laughs> let's see.
3: Yeah, I mean, if I I got to pick between the two, I'm gonna go with my boy because if nothing else, that man knows how to party. I want to hang out with him on a boat. I want to throw a trophy from boat to boat. I want to carry him out of wherever he was like zombie landed. Um, I, I just love seeing like veteran athletes win stuff because the aftermath is awesome. And uh, so, yeah, it's, it's a selfish thing. I don't, I don't really care about analyzing it. I just want to see him win. Mm -hmm.
2: Now, are we like so glad Tom Brady left New England because since then he has become like this social media and entertainment guy? He's opened up way more. He was on, he did an episode of The Shop, which is LeBron James HBO thing, which he was very candid and electric on. Are we happy that we finally got to see? The amazing talents of Tom Brady, not just on the field, but also just how amazing he is off the field.
3: Yeah, that's what happens when you leave Boston. You get your fun finally.
0: And you're
3: not <laughs> racist. And I mean, you're
2: still. I don't. I don't think you lose your racist card <laughs> when you leave Boston. I think. I think you're still pretty racist. You just like it. Just the light isn't as bright on you. Are <laughs> you claiming it's
1: racism by osmosis that you just kind of like absorb it in? <laughs> I mean, it's it's in Boston's the, it's in the very- water.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I I don't think he runs his own social media. By the way, but I'm happy whoever who runs his social media is the best social media person in the whole entire world. Phenomenal.
3: Okay, here's a question for you boys: Who's the number one athlete you would love to party with the most? <laughs> I I want to go first, I'm and I had go. some. I want. Ooh, <laughs> I've had some hard hard debates about this. But I think Ovi and I would jive really well. I
0: want to see you and Smoa Joe. Um, but uh, <laughs> I think, oh man, I mean, I would go back to like Grant Fuhrer or something like that. Like I'm sure that guy can fucking. I'm sure he can. Yeah, he does a little, a little. Uh, he goes skiing every now and then. Uh, right now, I would, I, I would want someone with long, my, LeBron James would be fun. Uh, you know, somebody like that, it, it would be neat. But I would, I would, I would. I'd go back to the day. Mark Messier. That's my pick. Mark
2: Messier. Oh. Oh, you'd just be eating fucking lace chips all the time, man. Every yeah, t- day. Always one. frouche. Always <laughs> frouche. Fuck, what a great commercial. A um, whole
0: team just doing cocaine in the middle of the fucking the playoffs. Just in the in between the first intermission, just, just doing blow. It's awesome. Well, I don't, do not we don't we don't we don't we don't condone we doing blow cane, but it is hilarious. <laughs>
2: oh okay not anything to do with blow cane but we have to bring this up as a rebuttal to last week's episode uh i'll probably add in some fucking music here but uh straight up OnlyFans is back baby Let's go.
1: don't you want to know who i want to party with yeah who do you want to party with dean
2: <laughs> sorry dean i just wanted to make sure we uh we mentioned that uh, OnlyFans is back. yeah
1: but i got a good one chaps will like it oh man Mononori Kawasaki. Oh bush party?
0: Bush parties
3: all the time with Dean. I'm so drunk.
0: Bush parties in the 70s, I can tell you that much. Nobody got that over your head. Cut it. Uh, Are you talking about manscaped stuff? I'm talking vaginas. (laughs) Yeah, vaginas and penis I'm sure they work on both. Yeah.
2: Lots of bushes the bush the bush is coming back though apparently this is like a real thing
0: Uh not bush in is coming this house <laughs>
2: <laughs> and that's because we have manscaped 20% off plus free shipping when you head over to manscaped.com and use the code needed20 you have tons of great tools for your family jewels. We got the lawnmower 4.0. We got the weed whacker for your nose and ears to make sure that we get rid of all that loosey goosey hair. Uh, they got ball deodorant. They got ball toner. If you're going out and you don't feel as fresh, you need some wipes. Manscaped has got you covered. So head over to Manscaped.com. Enter the code Needed20 at checkout to get yourself 20 percent off plus free shipping. That's 20 off plus free shipping just head over to manscape.com use the code it needed 20 your balls will thank
3: you manscape pro tip here if you need a little perk me up spray some of that ball toner directly on your butthole <laughs> it's like it's like a cold mist on your face in the morning it's just you're energized and ready to go
1: it's like one of those eye rollers with caffeine in it for your butthole.
2: That one's all going to go in the notes as butthole spritz.
1: <laughs> okay. Are, is Manscaped taking recommendations for new product lines? Because I think we might have one here. Yeah. Give G- us a picture pro tip section. Picture this butthole, a
2: spritz. <laughs> Do you suffer from swamp ass? Well go ahead and use the old butthole spritz. Makes you feel nice and tingly in your dingo berries. Thanks, thanks,
1: thanks for trusting us, Manscaped, with your products. <laughs> <laughs>
2: we're gonna we're gonna make them even more money, dog. At least, you know, Conzie's using it because that's a pro tip that only someone who's used it has experience. Like you can't make up, hey, I'm going to spray this, you know, <laughs> deodorant on my, my asshole. But obviously my guy has tried it out. If it works, it works. Yeah. I use the ball trimmer to shave my baby's head. You know, that's probably not in Manscaped's thing, but like if it's good enough for my balls, it's good enough for my son's head. They're Do you easy. need a pick me up <laughs> coffee? No way
1: water on the face nuh uh do we have the pick me up for you
0: and those Butting cheeks and give her a spritz <laughs>
2: <laughs> complimentary cheek spreader <laughs> you can solo mission or have a partner put on the mini tripod
1: with the timer and okay.
2: spread them <laughs> these edits <laughs> <laughs> one spritz is good enough
3: all oh,
2: these, these animals <gasps> kicked in at the wrong time. <laughs> uh Aww. Dean, uh transitioning from butthole spritz. Um the what? What
3: the fuck are you
0: to Marvel? That might be me. our best segment <laughs> ever.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Marvel broke the internet. Marvel broke the internet. Uh the teaser trailer for Spider-Man No Way Home came out and sh- obliterated uh the most viewed trailer, whatever, in 24 hours, meaning Avengers Endgame. And we got to see some fun old faces on the big screen. Uh, Have you seen it? What are your thoughts? What are your predictions? Have at it.
1: First off, I'm going to say one thing and we don't have to talk about it, but chaps, this is more for you since you're a bit of a hater. Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings is actually supposed to be very good. So far, very good reviewed. Anyways, so see it one week. Um,
0: nope,
1: <laughs> you're a dink. So Spider Man, I think I almost blew my load when I saw that at the end where they show Doc Ock, Alfred Molina. I watched Spider Man two the other day just because I was so hyped. Um, th- there seems like there's a lot going on, and I think Tom Holland went out and said it's just the tip of the iceberg. So there's going to be a poopload of stuff going on in this movie. But for the most part, or f- for all parts, I should say, it looks super tight. There's Doctor Strange, main character, pretty much. We got some uh, Green Goblin bomb thingies, the pumpkin bombs. Like, who's the Green Goblin? I don't know. Is it Willem? Is it James Franco? Probably not, for obvious reasons. Um, I mean, there's some issues. Is it Dane DeHaan? Like, it could be anyone, man. It's Defoe. Is it Willem? Willem? Yeah, you
2: he heard Defoe, his laugh. The well, foe is
1: back. You know, Jamie Foxx is going to be in it, but like there's so much ish going on and it is loco. So I thought I watched it. I watched it again. I watched it again. And there's a lot of stuff that like people are dissecting on the internet. There was like a little like blur in the background and they, people thought it was Venom. Uh, people thought it was someone else. I forget who. But yeah, like they're dissecting it, and like all the theories that are gone are just crazy. And I oh man, I can't wait,
3: it's gonna be super tight. Kanzi? Yeah, I mean, this has a uh, drain your nuts explosion written all over it. But um, uh, Spray
0: your butthole explosion. <laughs> just lick it. Uh,
3: I'm gonna butcher some names here, but Alfred, uh, Malena, uh, if anybody was meant to be Doc Ock, it's him. I mean, he looks I'm so glad to see that uh, so many different things like just it's it's, I, it's just going to blow your mind. And I love that Willem Dafoe, another perfect character to be Green Goblin. Like, I don't know. It's uh, it's a rock hard thing that you probably can't <laughs> wait for unless you're a DC uh, fanboy. It's
1: a chap uh, smoking weed, rock hard boner for hours on end type of trailer.
0: Smoke, smoke weed, lay pipe.
1: Um, now listen,
0: mm-hmm. that's my new, that's a new, new T-shirt, new T-shirt. Yeah, buy another shop. Um, by the way, visit our shop at no instructions dot ca. Hit the shop button, buy some merch. Please be a friend, tell a friend. Uh, find us on Instagram at no instructions needed podcast on Twitter. At no Instructions knee podcast, where there's lots of fun. I keep saying that, but it truly, truly is. Uh, follow us on YouTube, just type in no instructions needed podcast. You, you can find us on there. Follow us on TikTok. No instructions needed for TikTok. Facebook.com backslash no instructions needed podcast. Again, visit the website. Give us support. We, we can't wait. We're, there is lots of things percolating here in the background. We know we've been kind of a little different here this summer. A lot of people doing vacations, fires, all that sort of stuff. When I say we got big things cooking for this football season, we got big things cooking. So you're going to be on the watch out for that. Now, the Spider-Man trailer. I also blew my load. It was fucking awesome. Hey.
3: <laughs> what?
0: Uh, it was... <laughs> it was <laughs> boom oh damn <laughs> um <laughs> so it was awesome the trailer was phenomenal uh I, i'm happy they didn't show any of the spider-mans because i think all three of them will be in it i think you're getting your hopes up a little bit with that venom i think i think people need to tone that down a bit but it, it might just be spider-man in the black suit because i've I seen that um it was awesome. Listen, I, I love this. I've said it openly on this podcast. The first two Spider-Man were awesome. Even number three wasn't that bad. So the Spider-Man three, it wasn't that bad. It was, it was bad, but it wasn't that bad. Uh, it wasn't like justice league, the first one bad or anything like that. Like it, it wasn't that bad.
3: It was a llama spitting in your face. Bad. <laughs>
0: Dude, it, it's, it's, it's still like a positive re- reviewed movie by critics. Like, I, i'm not saying i liked it it wasn't like that bad though it wasn't green the green
1: lantern bad or anything i'm with uh, chaps on this one it wasn't that bad it was still oh not God. great but it wasn't that bad There was just too no. much going on too much going on.
2: emo toby yeah.
1: Maguire was just yeah, oh, awesome of course it was awesome you said awesome and right? also
0: and also awesome.
2: like fucking uh what's his name who plays venom
0: like go for grace
2: yeah like they did a lot of things wrong. However, this movie is gonna get some redemption because some of the characters from Spider-Man Three, Thomas Hayden Church, is reprising his role as Sandman in this. Is part I, but of I life.
0: think I think a lot of these are only gonna be like twenty seconds, though. Like I don't yeah, I don't think sure. I, I don't feel like there's gonna be like this whole overarching story. <laughs> if they do that, the movie's gonna suck. It's gonna be terrible. Is it this four
1: hour Justice League? Or- yeah, it's, it's not. <laughs> it can't,
0: it can't happen.
2: So it's. Doctor Strange breaks the universe. Obviously, at the end of Loki, we've seen the multiverse is sort of splintered. We now will see the Green Goblin. William Defoe is like the main bad guy of this film. And what probably will happen is there will be individuals fighting Spider-Man at some point. They'll all catch wind of each other. And there will be the, the, the Sinister Six will be born yeah. with the main baddies that are that are going to be in it um and that's when we're going to see and like a lot of people are talking about this. I'm super excited if this happens when Doc Ock says, "Hello Peter." He's talking to Toby Maguire. Oh, and for like sure. that for me is like that bridge scene they're going to have all three Spider-Mans fucking on there going up against all the baddies. It is going to be super super dope. Can't wait. Can't My last plus. my last
0: point on this. One last point for Clint it did not even come close to touching the Batman trailer. The Batman trailer was a way that like the, the new Batman movie coming out
1: was a way better trailer. That's I got a DC. quick point that I read today. <laughs> it's regarding Spider-Man, but a universe that never happened. So I read an article today where James Cameron was going to do a Spider-Man movie that was going to be rated R and Leonardo DiCaprio was supposed to be Spider-Man. Um, Kevin Spacey, I think was Osborne. Arnold Schwarzenegger was going to be Doc Ock, and there was a uh, a couple odd like uh, Audrey Hepburn or was supposed to be Aunt May or something like that. I don't know, but it was that it was the same company that did Terminator Two, and I think they had some financial troubles. But there was like a script written, and like everyone was on board. I think Mary Jane they hadn't decided between yet. It was uh, between Blake Lively's old much older sister at the and uh, <laughs> some other girl. So yeah, I read that it was supposed to be rated R. And they had like a $50 million budget, which, you know, mid 90s was a good chunk of change. So, yeah, I read that today. And Leo as Peter Parker was strange to me. But, you know, if any James Cameron, he's, he's made a few good movies in his day. So he could have made it work.
3: Leo as a rated R Spider Man would be the first time you saw Spidey blow coke into a hooker's bowel. <laughs> he'd,
2: be, he'd be shooting his web slinger from his ding
1: I heard there's supposed to be some like bondage stuff, or I read that supposed to be some bondage oh, stuff with Mary. But this James. is not <laughs> true. This cannot be
0: true. I read it, dude. Would you read it on like collider.com with spelled with one L instead of twos or something like that? Like what the and, f- and
1: a K. <laughs> <laughs> I just read it. Look it up. Julian will look it up after we done.
2: So in in the spirit of, of trying to be respectful, obviously Konzi has graced us so much with like his presence. Um I think it's time for final thoughts uh, only because we're, we're running up against crunch time here. Um, Chapsy, final thoughts for this week's episode of the no instructions Needed podcast.
0: Thank you very much for editing. I was getting a little burnt out. Uh, <laughs> I really do appreciate it out,
2: man. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> and also listen, this is my, this is my favorite part of the week other than, you know, doing stuff with my family. This is, you guys are like family now, so I really appreciate and and so are the listeners that are that are listening to this right now. You guys are kind of becoming a part of a little cool community. So again, please tell people, send the podcast to people. We just want to see where this can go because we we truly believe we have something unique and and just kind of fucking odd but awesome at the same time. So be a friend, tell a friend, love you guys and uh giddy up.
3: As darkness falls here in Kelowna, um You merely adopted the doc. I was molded. No, we won't get into that again. But yeah, uh, great night again, boys. This is always chaos, but always a lot of fun. I got caught up into it. I was probably supposed to be gone about 20 minutes ago, but I always (laughs) have so much fun. You can't tear me away. So thanks again. Thanks to the listeners. Thanks to Manscaped. Thanks to QR zones. And that mother effing llama is going to get it.
1: And his girlfriend. (laughs) Oh, geez well it's uh it's been another good app julian thank you for uh kind of stepping up this week and taking the reins because uh you know chapsy as he says feeling a bit burnt out and i could not blame him one iota of blame so uh you know i do absolutely nothing around here but it's cool because you guys love me and uh but it's always fun friday i was kind of bummed out because i thought i was going away this weekend but uh and i I either A, might have had to change it, or B, I just wouldn't have done it. But uh, plans sometimes fall through, and I'm glad they did, because here I am enjoying a night with the boys. So love you, fellas. And uh, Julian, take us away.
2: All right. Animal Feuds, Banging Llama's Girlfriends, uh, Pitas versus Yorkshires, uh, WWE versus AEW or mm-hmm. ANW, Jake Paul versus uh, Tyron Woodley, CR7 to the EPL. Super Bowl winners, Chaps doesn't want to answer the question and makes up his own one, Tom Brady, butthole spritzes, Spider-Man trailer. Hopefully, I did you proud, Chapsy, and trying to keep some sort of a rundown with some numbers, but uh, listen, we're here every week, putting out new episode, coming up with some new content. Uh, it's going to be very, very exciting, so make sure you stick around. Uh, be a friend, tell a friend. Uh, I don't know any more catchphrases. Use the butthole spritz. Needed20 at manscape.com. Get yourself a ball trimmer, some ball deodorant, ball toner, whatever it is. Make sure you uh, you head on over there. If you want a specific jar of the semen of Dean, you can hit him up in the DMs. Or you can send your DM dick pics to Conzi on Instagram. Please, not the no instructions needed uh, handle. Chaps might literally explode after one of his raging hard weed boners but hey, listen, uh, love you boys, uh, Kanzi I can't even see your face right now, probably for the best at this, oh there he is uh, love you boys and can't wait to uh, fucking edit this thing, I am not looking forward to it, but looking forward to it at the same time
0: There was a lot more butthole talk in this episode than anticipated.